Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Y'all ready? Oh, you shit. Ready? Yeah, yes. Los, you back? Start the beat. You back? Are you back? Just say you back. Start the beat. Just say you back. I'm back, baby. It's in it. I miss y'all motherfuckers, man. Why? Yeah, I needed you to help me finish that 10%. <laughs> yeah. You know, every time you're not here, Drew forces me to drink. He gets did you. you did you did you hear what he said? He said, Oh, you trying to give me this 10% beer. Nigga, you gave me this 10% beer. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> You right there? Up? You warming up? He you, gonna say something? You different. know, they can't see it. They have to hear it. Oh, they gonna hear it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ready? Are you ready? Nigga, is you ready? Are you ready? Oh, am I ready? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready. That's that's what Holden says. I am back with another episode right here for DNH Podcast. I missed you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. We got the three amigos back here in the Brudio one more time. Once again, say what's up to the people's guru of sound. Grill God himself. Say what's up. You, I feel like you almost said we're back in the booty hole. That's what I thought I heard. Nah, bro. It's the Brudio. What <laughs> okay. no, y'all do you. at home is what y'all do at home. Ow. I'm sexist. Sexist. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> Hello, my children. Say hi, guys. I did Say hi to the people We're smoking There we go Is that better? I'm sorry There we go And we have the beer god himself On his way back from his beer tour If you will Well, about two weeks back now I like that Say what's up to the people I am detox now What's brewing? The liver's clean, my guy Liver's clean (laughs) God damn and you can hear me, I am the Crop Circle himself, a.k.a. the Garden God himself. We are here for another episode. We have a jam-packed episode here for you today. I got a lot to tell you about my weeks because I've been gone and I missed you all. We're going to dive deep into the weeks. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna, If y'all got something to say, I'm going to let y'all go first. And then I'm going to kind of hone the mic, I guess, if you will, because I got a lot to talk about. Anything? Yes. Real quick, Baby Q is, um, he's starting to actually use the potty. Oh, hey. Baby Hugh with the the pooper. Scooper. The, <laughs> trying, bro. Trying. It's trying. Goddamn. Drew? Um, my first full week into my new position, and... It's been hell. Oh, you already tried nice. somebody, haven't you? No, I haven't tried anybody. It's just it's the growing pain of learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And y'all know the perfectionist in me. I start wigging out and start fucking <laughs> throwing fits and shit. So, um, so that's what's going on. But beer wise, um, the same weekend that I went to Barrel and Flow Fest, I entered two of my beers into the Anne Arundel County Fair. Um, Sweet. The Plum Basil Saison and also the Lemongrass. I mean, forgive me, the Plum Basil Farmhouse Ale. I've been drinking. And the uh, Lemongrass Saison, forgive me. Um, word on the street, not official yet. And I'm currently emailing um, the originator of like the competition and all that stuff. Uh, but word on the street is that the Plum Basil Farmhouse Ale won. 
Nice. We are, uh, I'm trying to get that confirmed and go from there. So, like, hold your applause now. Hold your applause. I appreciate it. Hold your applause. The fact that you entered it into the Arundel, what? Anne Arundel. Anne Arundel. Anne Arundel County. Anne Arundel County Fair is a lot more than what most people can say. So, round of applause on that right there. uh, Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. It's not confirmed yet. But no, but but by you entering it into it, round of applause on that one right there. Thank you, thank you. I but um, oh, yeah, that was it. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. Oh man, damn. Well, hopefully, hopefully you won. I get that ribbon. You know what I'm saying? We can put the ribbon on your car. And we can call it. No, 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 no. It's, it's gonna go. It's gonna go in the brewery. <laughs> gonna hang it up high. Oh man, frame it. Hey, listen, my week. Um, first week when you got back. Well, when we got back to the show. Um, it was uh. Big Losa's birthday, Mom's Duke birthday, and uh, my sister comes home. Came home from Australia. Um, I tried to work everything together, but the only day that everybody had enough, had time to get together was on uh, the Friday where we record to release on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, for Big Losa's birthday, my man, my dad is a big time uh, Washington football team fan. I got him a Chase Young. Uh, authentic jersey nice i mean not nice but nice so um he's supposed to go down to actually he's supposed to go down to atlanta when they play atlanta on october 4th actually my birthday um and i, I wanted him to have the jersey to go down with and wear uh, mm-hmm. with the family and all that kind of stuff um for mom dukes we hung out with her um we were all together that kind of thing and i got her a really expensive coach bag I didn't think Coach can get expensive. Oh, it gets what? expensive. I thought gets Coach expensive. is kind of like, like middle of the road kind of expensive. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. That That's expensive, so. Bro. So, if I'm not mistaken, I know somebody's gonna check me on Twitter somewhere, but I think uh, Michael Kors is kind of middle of the road. The middle expensive. of the road. Yeah, I thought Michael Kors and Coach. Were nah, kinda Coach like is well, look, look, Coach is pretty much what y'all talking is the bottom of the borough. If you talking about them new Birkin bags, you know. No, 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 no. I love you, mom. But I ain't Birkin bags ain't in the budget right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, um, we went out and we got her that, and we went to actually this place called Fishing Farmers. Farmers Fishers. Farmer Fishers. Have you been there? Have you guys been there? Used to be one of my accounts back in the day. Really, it's yeah. a really nice place to go to if you're in, definitely in the DMV area, right off the um, the waterfront. Did you have a reservation? Um, yes. Yeah, we did. You yeah. have to have a reservation yeah. for that yeah. place, right? Yeah. Um, very good food, I might add. Pretty good. Um, everything like that, and and we enjoyed ourselves. It, it and it was an awesome time to see my sister. I have not seen her in over a year. I want to say it's been about a no. It's been close to a year. Um, Damn. She she went to Australia to uh, that's what you know for her jobs or whatever. It's and she been was talking that long that kind of already. Stuff. I think mm-hmm. it's been close to that. Yeah. She so left long. right after the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah you're right. God um, damn. But uh, every every year she gets a couple of um vacation weeks, a few like vacation weeks where she come over for about a a month or two months or something like that. So she's here now. Um, Did she pick up an accent? No, God no. <laughs> um, she's she's where she where she was explaining to me where she works. She's in the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. um, where the population's like a hundred. Oh wow! So she doesn't really have that many. Does like, she have scorpions? Interactive. She they do have scorpions. Uh, what about the the giant ass spiders? 
giant ass spiders, all that shit. She oh, right there in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Nice. So, oh, no. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, um, sounds like a delight. I, I always wanted to like live in Australia. Like, I'm really, it's still, I'm, still on my bucket list. I'm through. I don't want to live there, maybe visit, but I'm through. Sydney is as far as where I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like I, I couldn't I don't think I could live there I think I would go to visit yeah that, but that's where she at and how go. she explains it to me it sounds like it's just absolutely it's boring. boring because like I said the population is only like 100 120 or something like that it's something retarded right I'm told you know everybody me. there pretty much damn you damn know, I mean or know somebody that knows dude, somebody that Queensland knows somebody. Queensland no uh uh-uh. uh Further away, um, so she. I don't know where Queensland is, so I can't say. She's more. She's more. She's probably more because the desert, if I'm not mistaken, is if you're looking at the map, more towards the right, towards the bottom. Okay. So I, I if I'm listen, if I'm it's right. one of those type of things. If she tell me where she lives, she's gonna have to kill me. Type of deal. You feel me? I. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I hear that the beer is real good down there as well. I bet. And, I uh, heard that too. Also. Dude, if she's bored, tell her to go outside and throw a fucking boomerang. It'll be fine. <laughs> Fuck. She can entertain herself. Just don't get decapitated. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Love you, sis. Yes, I love you. Love you if you're definitely listening. Um, Shoot, I miss you guys. Like, I really, really absolutely miss you guys. Aww. Um, 100%. Because, like, you too. Like you said, like the week before that, we had the whole situation with the uh, going up for your... The barrel and flow flesh. The barrel and flow flesh and all that kind of stuff. Yep. I tripped over that word really badly. Don't I do was it again. Going to correct you, but <laughs> I felt like it just wasn't. Just don't do it again. I have mush necessary. mouth today. What is going on? Well, um, not trying to cut you off. I'm so sorry. No, we're good. Go ahead. But um, last week we didn't say it because we wanted to have the three amigos at the table. Um, it was our 100th episode. It was our 100th episode. And it's been as a long journey, it has been. And as a celebration, I popped out a three-year-old dogfish head 120 minute IPA. Cheers, gents. Cheers. 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 Cheers to you guys. Are we? Are we? Yeah. Okay. I was about to say. Yeah. There we Boom. go. Boom. There we go. All right. Um. Yeah. So this is originally around 18% ABV. So I suspect it to be around 20, 22 oh, test, by now. Taste every percent. It's smoother than what you think it would be, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I always like doing experiments like that. We're trying to like grab the high ABV beers, age them, and then touch them for like special occasions, like as such, you know, um, and go from there. But yeah, so, um, I wanted to say salute to you gents. Um, and we kind of kept it on the wraps because we was waiting for Big Loaf to come back to the Brutio. Um, me personally, uh, I love you both dearly, um, for you both, one, being brothers, being a part of my wedding. Uh, be a part of the show, uh, dealing with me and my perfectionist ass. I tripped over that a lot. Perfectionalism? Uh, per, yeah, in my professionalism, my professional Perfectionalism. That's me just head. being it's fucking... It's not a word. Can we call Webster? Because I want to figure out... Well, that's not a word. That's off, not a word. I just mixed off, it together. Me but it being... Good. Just call me Mr. Perfect Kurt handing out this bitch, right? The wrestler. But anyways, um, I, I can't thank you guys enough. And then also... Uh, being here, being my guinea pigs when it comes to the beer aspect and all that stuff as well. Um, I couldn't ask for two uh, better best friends, brothers, uh, to be a part of this journey with. So that's my two cents. Hey, bro, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I love being here 100%. Um, watching you go through this journey, or watching all of us, rather, go through this specific journey of from day one, right? You cut me off because I didn't like that song a lot. 
Are we going to go back to this again? <laughs> the very first episode. And you guys, if you guys stuck with us the entire process of this show, you got to hear the the very first audio trip ups, the the late nights to where we have like we have to re-record the episode probably like two or three times. Yeah. Dude, we getting home. We're like, still doing that every once in a while. And it, <laughs> and it, it's all on me. It, that's, it's not like I'm not, not even that. Say that. Nah, fuck yeah. that. That's just on me. We've bro. argued. We've legit got into like disputes. Oh, oh, that's at different. The table that's where we different. had to code the mics, take a break, and then we came back to it and, and fired off a wonderful show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. really, really have a brotherly um family style situation here at DNH and I love every this, bit of it. This goes back to what I said last week, man. You know, be happy about your happy mistakes. Bob Cause, Ross. Bob Cause, Ross. Because a lot of times, bro, like, and, and I, I use this same method in music. Um, sometimes things get deleted. Sometimes things get altered. Sometimes things get rerouted. All oh, kinds man. of stuff. Every day we reroute something. Right. We call at least but one the, audible. But Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> but but the thing is, is it's simply... It may not be time to be heard yet. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. You know, that's that's so, one thing I think about. As long as we remain the cream of the crop, you understand? Oh yeah. But no. Um, and then also for the listeners, we appreciate you all, the, all the many ones from day one to all the ones that we've gained, um, the relationships that we've had. Um, I know majority of you all have gravitated to each individually, individual one of us of the show, and if not all of us. Um, and for that, we can't say. Uh, nothing but thank you from the bottom of our hearts here at the Diapers and Haircuts podcast. So with that, enough of the sentimental shit. Oh, shit. All right. Um, okay. Go ahead, go ahead and introduce the lineup of the show, what we got going on here. Well, I had, well, the first part of the lineup is that I had a promise that I need to keep to you, Big Los. Okay. Um, you weren't here last weekend, and I gave a very good cliffhanger, my Ric Flair story, saying that it involved a penis. Right, and it and the I was and I wasn't I wasn't a part of the story. Like you saw the horseman penis. I I did he not. Just see said it. he wasn't a part of the <laughs> <Yeah>. story. <laughs> I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see if he said he saw a horse's penis. I'm just saying. Oh my god. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Anyways, farmer friend. Um, oh, getting into oh, this right. Oh. So, I normally tell this story as a very running gag excuse me type joke um and forgive me i've been belching as of lately like every episode um but remember i i said on the last episode um something happened on dark side of the ring where rick flair got in trouble and we're going to elaborate on this a little bit later as well too um it made me after i watched dark side of the ring i was like i can no longer tell this story in that light so i will still tell the story but it's going to actually be a little bit more serious of my delivery now um Back when I was in college, I was working at, I was bartending at a spot and, you know, I felt like I was being slighted because I was black. So I ended up moving on to a different restaurant. Um, the restaurant I will not name because I know they're probably very ashamed of all this stuff as well, too, especially with everything that's going on in uh, Ric Flair's life right now. Um, but hearing the story, you may know what I'm talking about. Um, it was a sushi joint, but they used to do what they would call uh, burgushi. So they would take sushi components and turn it into a burger and take burger components and turn it into a sushi roll. Um, this was in, what's that, uh, South Lake, South Park Mall? Yes, down in South Charlotte? Park. South, South Park. Park. One of the, the richest malls in Charlotte. And um, above the restaurant, 
uh, Ric Flair, and also the Macho Man, Randy Savage, lived up top. Um, Macho Man ended up moving away and all that stuff. Um, but Ric Flair was always coming down. He was a regular, him and his wife at the time. And when I came in and interviewed one one day, just random, sitting in there midday, <laughs> and I'm talking to the general manager, and I'm like, I'm staring off to the side. I'm like, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Can we pause this? Is that Ric Flair at the bar? <laughs> like, is that Rick? And she just just looked. It was oh, Rick. Yeah, like that's that, that's uh you yeah. know, <laughs> old nature boy Rick. Yeah, man. Um, he actually lives upstairs. He's a regular of the bar, and he's actually starting. To, he's going to become a um you know silent partner. Yeah. Of, of the bar as well too but you know our biggest thing with the staff is that you know just don't antagonize them speak to them and just keep it moving whatever the case may be okay cool no problem at all so um continue going throughout you know the day and all that stuff right. you actually get to see how depressed rick actually is Ooh. because he's that wrestler that you know the generation that generation of the time doesn't really know who he is Cause he's not on TV like that anymore. I can see. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it takes for our generation and our parents, especially our parents' generation. Oh, that's Ric Flair. So every time someone's like, "Oh, wait, you're Ric Flair. You're the Nature Boy." He'll get up and start doing the antics, woo, and all that shit, right? Slapping his forearms and shit. Yeah. And um, you know, start doing his punchlines, willing and dealing, limousine yeah. riding, all that shit, right? So we all know that Ric Flair um used to indulge in alcohol seriously oh yeah plenty seriously of a lot of the wrestlers did yeah, absolutely um rick flair ended up uh exposing himself to a, a woman at the bar wait what yeah like during your interview no 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 no, oh, okay, no, okay, no. Okay. this this is like okay you know this is a cu- couple months in, into the job <laughs> that would have been a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wait a minute hold on all right a lot but uh <laughs> No, so yeah, so so fast forward, you know, I'm working there and you know, Rick is always coming down. There's, you know, he gets drunk, he yeah. gets cut he gets cut off, whatever the case may be. But he ended up becoming a silent partner of the uh restaurant. They put him on the uh on the website. They even gave him a burgushi roll and they called it the Wushi Buffalushi roll. Okay. So it was made out of um bison meat and had like fresh jalapenos on top. Delicious. Sounds spicy. Sounds amazing. Spicy as shit. From a fat nigga, that shit sounds good as shit. It was good. It, it was good. Um, but, you know, you fast forward a couple months later, he exposes himself to a woman at the bar. And, you know, the bartender's like, hey, you know, you can't pull your dick out at the bar, Rick. Like, what are you doing? He gets kicked out. He, in turn, gets banned from the bar. They remove his uh, Wushi Buffalushi roll off the menu. And then they take him off the website as well, too. And they, they buy him out, literally. Damn. Like, they had to separate and, you know, sever yeah. all ties. Um, I mean, yeah. You, you kind of got to go that route. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of sucks because, like, I used to always tell the story. It used to be, like, really, really funny. Yeah. But then after watching Dark Side of the Ring, which we're about to get into, he has a track record of this shit, of exposing himself. Right. And it's he like to be the biggest dick in the room. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you 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 can't do that. And um, what uh, getting into it, right? So like, Dark Side of the Ring comes on Vice TV. So if anybody watches, doesn't know about Vice, Vice is really dope. It's like our Vice is yeah, Vice is good. It's like our 
our generation's A and E, if you will, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, they got because they have they do the documentaries. Chains. They got the joint with Action Bronson. Yeah, they got shit. Yeah, they got a lot of shit. Um, they shit too. Yeah, they do a bunch of like crime documentaries and shit yeah, like that. Like yeah. they got a really eye-opening special on the DC sniper. I have I've been looking for it. It came out already. It's already out. It's I like five episodes. It. I can I've can only stomach two. I haven't gone gotten further than two. Um, it's it's deep. It's deep. Really? It's deep. Like tearjerker deep or or just more? makes you think. Just makes you think and just gives you a ball a ball of emotions and then also, you know, being from here during that time. You know what I mean? It brings back memories of like yeah. you know what, what was going on. Yeah, but um, wasn't going outside for shit. Yeah, man, they cut my entire football season because of that shit, yo. Like that, that shit was serious, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, off yeah. topic. No, yeah, I'm very off topic. But <laughs> but it just shows you how good of a channel Vice is, right? Um, so Vice has been doing this running th- running thing of Dark Side of the Ring, which it shows like horror stories and or urban legends of the uh insider aspect of wrestling right and this specific episode is the uh plane ride from hell so if you have vice you're into wrestling definitely check this out yep um even if you're not just check it out anyway because in on this plane ride you have all of the who's who of wrestlers uh back when wwe was in its prime like the attitude era and everybody always says like oh the attitude era is like you know uh, I, I loved the Attitude Era. It was the best. Stone Cold Steve Austin, X, Y, and Z, da, 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 da. And where I'm about to go to with the story is that, you know, we idolize these people or these celebrities, wrestlers or whoever, right? Right, right. And they actually have their own personal demons and or darker side that people don't really know and realize mm-hmm. until sh- people have the gall to bring it to light, right? Right. Um, and for example... Um, I'll try to make a long story short because I want to give give away the whole story. But uh, they're you know thirty thousand feet over the Atlantic. They're coming home from um England oh, and you're Germany. Going too far. You're going too far. Let's back it up. I'm just trying to talk about Rick. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Everything else, people just need to watch the episode for. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, but Ric Flair, uh, it, it gets to Ric Flair and his antics. He's extremely intoxicated and high. He gets up in his robe, ass naked, and just starts you know swinging his penis around and they're the wrestlers are joking calling it the helicopter and shit like that i'm sorry but it sounds funny because it's a normal gag between the wrestlers in the locker room yeah. in the locker room but you have flight attendants female flight attendants who aren't used to seeing this type of shit yeah and one gets cornered and he tried to force her to touch his penis yeah you know and Why? and it, it just goes south and it goes downhill and all of the antics that happen on this plane ride, um, some of the lower tiered wrestlers and some of the other mid card or well known wrestlers, they either got fined or fired. Ric Flair got off scot free. Yeah, he's the money dog. Scot free. He's the money horse. He got a what what they said, quote unquote, he got a pass. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he doesn't many? confirm nor deny what happened. He doesn't recollect what happened. Yeah. You know. I can agree. But, you know, it's just one of those things to where it's like, here we are, us as individuals, and, you know, we can go around the round table as far as a bunch of um, people whom we've idolized, and they actually have a dark side of them, or they've done some shit, and it's like, yo, why do we always praise the best part 
of that person without also acknowledging the other person's shortcomings. Is the best I, way to I say. have a good, I have oh, a good deep. one for okay, that. But we, but we gotta, but we right. gotta, yeah. Go I got ahead. a real good. No, no, no. We can't do it right now. We'll, we'll let's go ahead, knock out the Black History fact, and then we'll get to that. table discussion so like who are some people that you all idolized when you were younger and then now um you know stuff is coming to light whether it's you know x amount of years later or even during that time when you was idolizing them on tv or radio or movies whatever come to find out um they were actually doing some other shit some other off the wall type shit i'll i actually want to go first go ahead yeah knock yourself out so with me being a music person, I used to love listening to R. Kelly. As do I. Yep. Uh, TP2.com, everything. Chocolate dog. Factory. Like, cho- yep. Yes, everything. Shit, hell. Trapped in the closet. Yes. You know, um, actually, trapped in the closet is when I was a little older, so I started figuring stuff out. Nah, trapped in the closet would have broke the internet if it dropped, if he would have dropped it like later on. Like that, that entire series was like a. It was a story. Truth so be told, I think it, it did. Was it did break. I mean, what was the internet at that time right. and everything else? But but nevertheless, um, hell, R. Kelly, you know, it's it's crazy because now I have to separate R. Kelly from Robert Kelly. Really? Yes, okay. I have to. I have to separate it mentally because I'm not gonna lie to you. Yes, I still listen to his music. You know, I mean, yeah, his what, music ain't going nowhere. Yeah, it's, it's it's not. It's not. And I'll be damned if I say if an R. Kelly song come on, I won't, you know. Exactly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But um I'll say it. Sorry, keep going. I don't disagree. <laughs> everybody everybody is entitled to their own opinions. hundred percent. But as as far as that goes, like, you know, when we were younger, we we knew that he was married to Aaliyah, but we didn't as kids, we didn't know. We didn't do the math. Let's be honest. The math, hell, we didn't do the science. Yeah. We didn't do the 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 health education. We didn't do none of that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, he and, just kept and, dancing to his music, yo. Exactly. Step in the name of hey, love. Step in the name of love. Goddamn! I wish. I wish. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But you know, you know, for for me, as I got older, and like when all this stuff started coming out, it's like, damn. I knew it, but I didn't know it. Right, right, right. 
and it kind of I'm not gonna lie man it 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 really kind of it, it hurt um a little bit because he's he was a musical genius that he was that he was very talented yes individual. He, he really was for him I think he claimed to be illiterate I'm not too sure um, not being able to like read and write and all that kind of stuff. I but, heard that too. Um, I wasn't sure and, if that was true or not. Right, but I, if that is true, you know, more kudos to you. You know, that's a very amazing feat to be able to come yeah, up yeah, with songs yeah, and lyrics yeah. and stuff like that. Um, not being able to read or whatever. But I mean, at that time, we was just dancing, bro. Like the Boondocks did a very good depiction of um, Robert Kelly on this episode, yes, right? Yes, yes, they did. So they did also dave chappelle dave chappelle how you gonna piss on people man yeah that was funny <laughs> that was funny <laughs> what? what you got one i mean he's dave chappelle look, fan. Look, i'm looking look, back no, at no, him. No, I'm, I'm just i'm just going back to the skit. <laughs> it, it was it was fucking hilarious <laughs> um um well for me of course i can go rick flair i can go scott hall you know what i mean like these these wrestlers like it's no big secret i'm a big wrestling fan like um the way that wrestling has made a resurgence as of late and these other side documentaries and biographies of all these wrestlers from back in the day that you didn't really know what they were going through in their personal lives and the things that they were actually doing in their personal lives that could affect others and harm others yeah um it's it's crazy um you know and for you know scott hall it's it's been very um public that he had a very um very bad problem with you know being addicted to drugs and all that stuff um also you know rick flair his stuff is out there as well too but his antics while doing it makes it even worse you know what i mean it's like yeah everybody says oh he's living that you you know he is living the the nature boy lifestyle x y and z but the nature boy lifestyle is glorified it is you know, and it's well, like you know what, and not only that, it was a it was made up. It was a persona. So yeah, like, it's it's a character. Yeah, you it's know a what I mean. Character. You can't go around life. You know. Well, you or know, you should not just say in wrestling. They say the greatest wrestlers live their live their characters. So Stone Cold, Undertaker, The Rock, Creme de la Creme, right? And then mm-hmm. if you go back a couple years, you know, you have. Um, Scott Hall when he was like the whole hey, oh hey yo you know what I'm saying yeah um, the old Tony Montana type character because mm-hmm. that's what it was actually based off of right, right and right. then you have like Ric Flair who's like this pretty boy with you know Rolexes I mean Rolexes Rolexes <laughs> Will and Dylan limousine ride and just doing yeah, all this yeah. you know Playboy type shit but then come to find out like yo he's really doing this shit and it's like yo like you gotta chill bro like you can't be doing that you know what I mean and yeah. Um, I will say that, you know, statute of limitations is not a thing. And when things come to light later on down the road, and they eventually always will. Yeah. You know, um, it catches up to you no matter how old you are. Things right? in the wow, docks are okay. surely coming to light. You know, um, and for example, another wrestler, I just got finished watching this uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Yes, I saw that one. Um, pretty much got off based off of dementia but hmm? yeah may have killed his side bitch well side woman forgive me um <laughs> i mean you know the whole instance with um you know chris benoit and everything like that and well yeah you know and, and, chris has always been one of my revered favorite wrestlers that's out there and me in me, the ring in me, the ring me with with, with new jack you know what i mean so right. um but then you know other 
personalities are outside of the ring, like, you know, uh, well, outside of wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, Tiger Woods is another one. Yes. You know, um, Mike Tyson has always had a very, you know. Shaky, shaky path. Shaky yes. path, you know, yes. and that's based off of upbringing. But some of the things that he did once when he got the money, like the Robin Givens thing and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Like. That's that's not cool. It's it's it's, it's you know? a lot. It's a lot. Um, he's asked for forgiveness for a lot of that stuff, and, and he actually, he has he has. You know he he's definitely that's one person I could say who actually went back and you know mentally and was like, yo, I really I was wild. Up. Yes, yeah. I was wild. But you know, it, I I like and I respect Mike Tyson for that. I'll give you that. I'll yeah. give you that. Um, Los, who you got? Man, oh man, I got so many that come to my mind. Like, mm-hmm. um, you, Hulk Hogan is one, right? Really? Hulk Hogan back in the early, like late eighty, early eighties. You about to tell me something? Eighties and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He was always talking about you know milk does a body good and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He legit had a full oh. steroid scandal yeah, back in the that's day, right? He and did. the WWE like um, Vince McMahon and all that kind of like shaved it over because he was kind of like the workhorse of the WWE yeah, at that yeah. time. Um mm. well WWF then but now, you know, WWE. Yeah, no no, no I get you. But um that was one to stand up like if that's not the biggest lie in the world, like you you shit, Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. Sammy, yeah. What wait, Sammy was Sosa? Sammy, Sosa Sammy Sosa too? Sammy yeah. Sosa like Shit's um, crazy. Barry Bonds, you never we never caught Barry, but uh yeah. you know. <laughs> Jose Canseco. Jose yeah, Jose. Canseco. He yeah. the one that, I think Jose was the one that blew the lid off. Yeah, he was he was the and had everybody yeah. go through it. It was? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought it was Mark McGuire that, yeah. that no, came out. No. Mark McGuire mm-hmm. came, you know, he was he was a part of the people that was named uh-huh. in it, but okay. Jose Canseco was the one that blew the lid off. Um and uh, Sammy Sosa ended up like just moving to his country and just like, drifting off. Yeah, Fuck just yeah. Start turning hey, white on us. Hey, I, I made my money, bro. <laughs> and it started turning a little white he, on us. He, yeah, he did the Homer Simpson back into the bushes joint. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and it changed his whole skin complexion. Then he pulled to Michael Jackson. But um, he really did change. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was just a no. no. It's real. It's, real. <laughs> it's, it's a thing, bro. Um, holy shit. Yeah. So it, it's it's. It, the problem that we have though right like we had to remember that these people are human right um a lot of these people come into money a lot of these a lot of these wrestlers a lot of the athletes a lot of the movie stars they come into money at a very young age yes and i got one better and they're a lot of the times their family dealt them into money Mm-hmm. Right, we going. We just seen a, the aftermath of what happened to Britney Spears and her family, and how her family kind of pimped her out and that kind of thing. So yes, money, one hundred percent, yes. But you also got to think too. They come into this lifestyle, one hundred percent, yeah, at an early age, one hundred percent. I mean, and then you mix the two together. Oh God, then you got drugs. You got you got all kinds of shit. You well, literally can have anything that you want. At your feet, well, pretty much. Well, not for Johnny Manziel. He has, he's a different story, right? So, old Johnny. <laughs> Johnny football. His family was into oil. So, his family was loaded. So, he was Already like, yo, money. I'm going to fuck up with football or I'm going to fuck up without football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Because <laughs> regardless, I'm still going to be a fuck up. What got under my skin with Johnny Manziel is the fact that he kept getting more and more chances. And uh, you have a performer like Ray Rice who, you know, has an incident in the elevator with his wife. Sure, I'm not 
you know, condoning, Not condoning it, domestic but violence. It happens. But it happened, and he got blackballed out of the league in a matter of weeks. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit different, and this where I'm a, I'm a differ from you. I'm okay. going to differ from you with it. Johnny Manziel never hit a woman. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, uh, it, it, he's been it stings it, more. Yes, he, it, he, he, yeah. he's been publicly drunk. He's been like apparently underage drinking in college and all that stuff publicly getting high and all that other stuff and not reporting when he should be reporting to the football team. You know what? But he didn't do what Ray Rice did. Or or more so, let's say that if he did, it was never it, it never came to light. But then also I shoot you one better than Greg Hardy. Did Greg Hardy ever get in trouble for what he did? He didn't. He didn't. Um there was a settlement put in place. Mm, but with wow. that with that, I'm not condoning yeah, what he yeah, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. But None of us are. Those two are also prime examples because they were in the prime of their careers and they were like, you know, the defensive end and the running back of the league. And people were really standing up and look like idolizing these folks, right? 100%. I, I ain't going to lie. I you know, mean. from there, you know, these things happen and then like they, they go away, which needs to happen because, you know, time kind of heals all. You know what I mean? But it's still like, yo, like, what the fuck? And then if you want to keep it on football, Clinton Portis just, just got, got hemmed up in, in some shit. Yeah, right. Or some fraud with yeah, the, um, the PPP with, loan yeah. or something like that, right? And it's like, bro, you're you're like, is he the leading rusher of the Washington football team? I'm, I'm not a fan of them, so I don't know. But I'm let me, sure there was a since, couple of them. Since we're on football, I don't think so. let me ask y'all this. So y'all are both dog lovers. Complete. Yes. How did you feel about the Michael Vick, uh, Michael Vick thing? So I personally don't think Michael Vick was necessarily a part of it. I think he just owned the property because mm-hmm. it happened in Virginia and Michael Vick was playing for Atlanta mm-hmm. for a number of years. Yes. At this point yes, he was and living mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Yeah. So did he know it was going on? Absolutely. Um, down south, they don't a uh, lot. The culture doesn't really expect um, doesn't really ha- uh, respect dogs like that. If you go around like a lot That's of the true. country areas yeah. and all that kind of stuff down in the Especially south. Especially rural African-American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, and yeah. um, that's that's what they do. That that's that is what they do. Jesus, um, <laughs> and um, just I I personally feel like Michael Vick just was the fall guy was because the house was in his name, um, and he took the rap for his family. Well, not even that. It would be a bigger story for society because he was the, you know, most most valuable black quarterback in the league at yes. the time. Yes. You know was. what I mean? Yeah. He was, that mm-hmm. was the, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that the year that he was on the cover of Madden? Yeah, no, it was a couple well, years, no, after. Yeah, after. Yeah, it was couple yeah. years after. It was a couple years after. But okay. he, yeah. that, that was a legendary game. Yeah, but with that, you know, he was, um, you know, he was that beacon of hope mm-hmm. for black football players. Young, be like, yo, black kids, I can play quarterback yeah. if I want to. Yep, and you know, and, and I don't even have to throw all the time. I can he just changed run. the game. Yeah, he really and, did. And with that, you know, they they ended up um, they nailed him to the cross. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and but here's my thing, you know, it's one of those scenarios. Like, yeah, he did it. He was a man about it. He he owned up to it. Although he didn't physically do it, but he he owned up to it. He he, he took the charge, and he went away. And then he came back and he clawed Guns back blazing to society and all yeah. that stuff. Um, and it took a while and it still takes a while for him to be accepted in society. Yeah. But also it's just one of those things where it's like, remember at one point in time, we was glorifying this man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yes. he got hemmed up on, 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 on dog fighting. And, you know, for me as a dog owner, 
I get both sides because it's kind of like, you know, it's a black cultural thing mm-hmm. when it comes to that because it's like, you know, you're dealing with Hispanic people with, you know, cockfighting and stuff like that. Like right, right, the right. birds. Just put that out there. Um, <laughs> Not just Rick you didn't, yeah, you didn't yeah. have to say yeah, that, but, but I'm glad you did. You know, um, and, you know, these are the, the, the dark corners of certain nationalities and stuff like that when it comes to gambling and everything like that. And, and it's a thing. It's it's there. Yeah. And it's a shame that, you know, Michael Vick was a part of it. But, yeah, the, he is another prime example of, of this of this story. Mm-hmm. Right. Of of this of this topic, because. I used to have a Michael Vick jersey, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I never, I, I never wanna... had a Michael Vick jersey, but um, I idolized Michael Vick and the simple fact that he had more rushing yards than the freaking running back. Yeah, like shout yeah. out to him on that one. Yeah, yeah. My, my thing was poor work. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finn. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Oh, it was your I turn. Was, I was. Yeah, no. My thing was like with so you had Brett Favre, you had um, who else was Dante Culpepper. You had a whole lot of people. That were, you know, a whole lot of good, very, very outstanding quarterbacks at that time. But who I wanted to be, I wanted to be Vic. Yeah. Like, my whole thing was I had an arm and I was fast. So, I like, mean, it worked for me. I'll, I'll even say this, you know, like, as a Cowboy fan, Michael Irvin ain't no saint. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he ain't no saint. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, the, the, the stories and all, all that stuff that, that revolve around him. But, of course... Once when you change your image and, you know, once again, time heals all, it kind of progresses. But still, once again, like, I hear it all the time when, whenever I bring up a Michael Irvin stat. Oh, but, you know, he did this. So it's it's still out there. It's always going to be there. Oh, you yeah. Know? Oh, so yeah. at what point do you think the, um, the companies that these uh, athletes or performers or things like that begin to protect their investment? Right. Is there a certain number that you've seen that kind of get reached? And they're like, okay, well, now we'll protect them. Because yeah. let's be honest, Michael Jordan had a gambling issue, right? Yeah. Everybody right. has something, but it seems like certain players get protected and certain players do not. Well, it depends on how profitable you are. Yeah. So, you know, these athletes and celebrities, um, you know, the companies that employ them, they're like, hey, man, you know, this person is bringing me buku bucks. Mm-hmm. Like a Ric Flair, mm-hmm. you know, like well, not necessarily Michael Vick because they dropped him, but you know, it, it, some of these companies they they turn the other cheek on it, and it's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna ride the storm and we're gonna make it work and or pray bury it. pray that bury it, pay the person off, and pray that time heals all. Right, you know what I mean, um, and that's unfortunate. It's a thing; it happens. You know, they, these privately owned companies. I think it's gonna happen a lot less now. Because social media is going to come in and like, oh yeah, it. oh yeah, cancel but, culture for sure. But the, I think so. Cancel culture, in my opinion, it's 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 very good at working. But sometimes I feel that they overdo things or overshoot things, um, because you do have a lot of instances where. It's not even something that's not even that bad. It's not even an incident. It's just someone may have caught the tail ass end of, let's say, a conversation and they took it in a whole different context. And now this person could presumably be blackballed because someone looked at, you know, this from a different perspective or a different light when they weren't even talking about what was actually showed on a video. 
I can see that happening. I can you know see that happening very well. I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's a, 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 there's evils on both sides of the situation, it is. right? You want to call it out on one end, but then not everything is a negative feat. I get what you're saying mm-hmm. with that. Because a lot of people don't play the whole conversation or what, whatever is happening. A lot of people don't do that. They just, fuck it, I'm going to snap this part. I'm going to be honest with you. If social media wasn't a thing, the baby would have got back, got away with what he said in the concert. Of course. It wouldn't be as big, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so I agree with that. Um, any other people that y'all want to kind of call out? Put them on their shit. I mean, I, I, any can, can <laughs> any I ask, celebrity, I feel like you can you can turn a page and catch somebody, right? You can I catch ask, Martha Stewart. You can I wanna, catch. I want to ask you, know, you both a question. If Michael Jackson was still alive today. We all have kids, right? Let's just say we all have kids. Would you let Mike watch your kids? Absolutely. Really? I don't think Mike did it. I think they were trying to cancel Mike and off they, of something that they heard. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mike did it. I think Mike genuinely enjoyed and loved his love kids around him. Had like, fun with the kids. On some Mr. Rogers type shit. On some Mr. Rogers type shit. But Mr. Rogers got a pass too. He does. He does. But I like, didn't know that. He I does. Mean, I mean, like Mr. Rogers. Wait, I didn't see. A, I didn't see the movie though. Cause it, it's, it's not the movie. It's not the, even. The, the, it's not in the movie. Mm-mm. Really. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Bob Ross has a pass. Bob too. Ross has a pass too. Yeah. Um. But it's I, like, I feel like he actually enjoyed kids. Like, what what guy going to put an amusement park in a in his on his land? Let me let me say this: one who didn't have a childhood. Exactly. So he want to do as much kid like yeah. stuff with other kids. I'll yeah. say this. So it makes sense. I I don't know what to believe. I do know I wouldn't necessarily want him watching my child, but I don't necessarily believe. I'm not completely sold on the fact that he was touching kids and. All this other stuff, because I, I just like like you said, he didn't really have a childhood itself. Right. So so if you catch a kid in his bed, hopefully I'm just thinking to myself, hopefully he's having a sleepover. Exactly what it's I supposed can see to Michael be. Jackson doing some now now with is his it, monkey bubbles on yeah, his shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? He having a sleepover. Now is Mike it right that. for a grown adult male to be in the bed with a with a kid that's not his? Absolutely not. Right. But I feel like because Michael Jackson did not have his childhood, mm-hmm. that connection that would not be made correctly. Right. In his so head. I feel like those lines. Those boundary lines, he didn't. He didn't have those adult boundary lines. You get what I'm saying? Or it was a lot smaller because he didn't have a childhood. Like from the age of five, he was on TV doing tours and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, like yeah. No. But um, but yeah, I I ain't gonna lie, I I wouldn't, cause I I would just hate for, you know, hate for a compromising position. Not to say that he would be doing something, but something that's yeah. just like, bruh. You a grown ass man. Come I on. shouldn't have to explain this to you. And he needed. He should have had somebody in his corner be like, "Hey, Mike, you might need to. You might need to watch out for that, mm-hmm. bro." So I don't think he had that. Would you? Do you look at Elmo in a different light? Who? Elmo. Elmo? Tickle never, me, Elmo. I never yeah. really played it. The, I never really the, the paid attention to. Elmo. Wait, what's the Elmo. problem with Elmo, bro? You so about the, to ruin my childhood, bro. The puppeteer who played Elmo, the original puppeteer, was a black man. Right. And he was on some 
Mr. Rogers. And oh no, not yeah. Elmo. Wait, what did he, what did he, not the he he he? Because I don't even know what Mr. Rogers did. So, <laughs> uh, Mr. Rogers is a known pedophile. Holy shit! Pee Wee Herman too. Now, no, Pee Wee Herman was just a weirdo. He was no. Nah, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Indecent thought, exposure in the I movie thought, theater. I thought it was Pee Wee Herman that was the pedophile. Uh-uh. Nah, no, he wasn't Mr. pedophile. Miss Mister Rogers got got hemmed up on on some stuff. Um, so but, we we can't call the opening song of this show. It's like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood no more. We can call it Mister Robinson's Neighborhood. Mister Robinson's the Eddie Murphy skit on the SNL. Go back and see that. <laughs> anyways, I, I remember um, that one. <laughs> but no, let's get back to Elmo, man. So yeah, 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 yeah. the puppeteer that uh, that had Elmo for years um, got hemmed up on some um, child molestation. No, this was years ago. Years ago, but once again, this this is something. This is a prime example of you all idolizing some something. Well, I didn't right? idolize him, but I get what you're saying, though. You you liked fucking Elmo. I, I really didn't. I, I, I never. Use a I goddamn never. Lie. You didn't no, like Elmo. I never really. No, Elmo no, no, seriously, like seriously. I wasn't voice? a I wasn't a Sesame Street fan. Oh man. Unfortunately, I was a Barney fan. Barney a little suspect to me a little bit too. Barney man. Barney was way suspect. <laughs> Barney, okay. Barney got a little suspect. When I got older, too, I re- I think it was something with Barney as well. I think something. I don't know. Something very, 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 very dark. I don't know, dark. but that I Love You song is a little no, too no, no. sentimental seriously, for kids. Seriously, hey, seriously, there was something I, I vaguely remember as a child. There was something with Barney in that whole show. I don't remember what it was. It might but be because it it's not on TV no more. Dude, it might be. Dude, is it okay? So, is it cool for me to watch Out of the Box? I'm just saying, like, Out of the Box was my shit. Out of the box. Now, if you sit here and tell me that something happened with the people on Out of the Box, I'm gonna be pissed. Do your research. I don't listen. You are ruining my childhood right now. If you don't know what Out of the Box is, you did not have a childhood. You need to watch that show. What was it on? God, I don't know. Was it on Nickelodeon? Was it on Disney? Well, right now it's on Prime Video. And I'm trying to get the kids in the household to watch Out of the Box, and they would not watch it. But and so that was my shit. So with this saying, like some of these these childhood things that you were watching, this is a prime example of you. Like one, this made up your childhood, and then now when you become come an adult, it's like damn, this these motherfuckers are dirty too. This is sick shit. You dirty dog. You dirty dick dog. <laughs> so yeah. So this once again, you know, these are our opinions. We are just bringing this up. Um, it's definitely it, one it of gives those you things. To think about. Yeah, it gives you something to think about. It's like, all right, how do you? For us, how do we convey this over to our kids and be like, all right, because you know, a prime example is Bill Cosby. Yeah. For super, super prime example, I was Bill Cosby fan. Hands down, before I was a Richard Pryor fan, before I was a Dave Chappelle fan, there was always Bill Cosby. First, it was the show. And, that's and the then gl- it was the comedy series. And I was just like, oh, I'm sold. You know, everything he did, movies, everything. But when I got older and I found out, I was like, Cause that shit. That's, that's the thing. It's like, it's the character that the, the actor portrays or the mm-hmm. celebrity portrays. Mm-hmm. And you connect to that because... They're typecasted as such. So, like Bill Cosby with the Cosby Show, you know, America's you are dad. America's dad. Heathcliff Huxable X Y and Z. But then come to find out that actual Bill Cosby is doing some wild shit. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. In his personal life. Yeah. And then it all comes tumbling down, crashing down years later. And then it's like, okay, the show itself is still a very inspirational show to young black youth for education. Facts. That's true. So do you pull it off the put it off pull it off no. the syndication? No. No, but also you still need to explain that hey, at a certain point in time, not when they're young, but you know, at a certain point point in time of, you know, your child's life, you also need to say, hey, you know, the person that you really grew up watching and you know, we sit down watching these shows together, let me also tell you this. Right. You get what I'm saying? Versus I agree. Versus having that that shock value that they go online and that and then they read it. And and say, oh, you knew about this, Dad. <laughs> right, you motherfucker, you. So, yeah, because the internet is big now. So yeah. you, you you got kids doing all these research projects and stuff like that. So, but go ahead, Lowe. So what I want to put out though is that one thing. I'm um, just piggybacking off of what you said, Drew. Is one thing my dad did do. Um, especially when I was growing up listening to hip-hop music, right? My favorite rappers were 50 Cent, G-Unit, um, you know, that whole realm of, mm-hmm. you know, of New York rappers, rap. yep. New York rappers, even the down south, even the down south rappers like Cash Money, uh, 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 No Limit Soldier, stuff like that. He had to sit me down to say, you know, these guys are legit actors in what they do. Mm. Um they are making music. They're not really doing the stuff that they're talking about, right? No, so we they, we hope they not. No, but, they. But I mean, if they did, they ended up like Sean. Let's be honest. So at some point, we have to like separate the um, the artist, right? Clock it in and out of their job, right? The artist being the actor, actress, musician, yeah, basketball like, player, like, stuff like how that. I do Robert Kelly and R. Kelly. Exactly, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, we that's have to separate them. We got to understand this is their job. This is what they do for a living. Who they are as a person has nothing to do with the time they're spending. They're spending in the wrestling ring or on the basketball court or um, in front of a TV or in okay. the movies and okay. commercials okay. and, and um, making their songs and stuff like that. So once we get to that realm, we realize how fake uh, the media is. Then I think we'd be a better off as a society. Well, also too, um, kind of to piggyback off of what you're saying like you don't tell your child that the easter bunny isn't real you don't tell them that you know santa claus isn't real and things like that you know what i mean so i do i tell them that santa claus is real isn't real all the time i pay for this shit sorry god damn <laughs> just shot my shit all the <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just that guy like i, I work I, hard i get it but i'm to I'm, give the to give was, it to another person. So what you saying? You're a selfish fuck, and you need all and, the glory. Man, listen. And, I put in those goddamn hours to buy these goddamn gifts. Bro, so let me, the fuck. I'm gonna finish my thought. I'm a, regardless, I'm gonna finish my thought. So anyway, um, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't tell your kids, you know, that Ric Flair is this dick helicopter wielder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sorry. It was coming. It was <laughs> no. It's but, not fucking funny. But you, but you don't do that though. You get what I'm saying? So you know, I mean, especially if 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 he's the the hero to your child or whatever. When they get older, of course, you know, you, you can say it then when they're actually able to understand the birds and the bees. Number one, facts. Um, and number two, when they're actually capable of understanding what's right as far as you know what draws the line between um 
being a predator and being prey. If you get what I'm saying. Yep. Because at these at these kind of moments, like you know, these are grown as men being predators to these young women. You know what I'm saying? Or or to whatever the circumstance may be. Um, but you know, like in my household, you know, if if my child wants to believe in Santa Claus, well, he'll believe in Santa Claus until I have to sit him down and I gotta tell him a story, son. Krispy Kringle ain't the man that you would 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 want to be what? your Santa Claus. What is his name? Krispy Kringle. <laughs> Krispy goddamn Kringle. Never heard that one. You heard that one? Krispy Kringle. Krispy Kringle, the pimp man. Yeah. <laughs> is this a thing? I never heard this before. It's you never it's, heard a song about Chris Kring- Chris Kringle? Never heard of it. Oh man, I, I call him Krispy Kringle, but same thing. Yeah, same thing. Word. Anyways, okay. yeah, he he was a murderer. Uh, Oh, yeah, Jesus. Um, <laughs> can we like do the? Uh, going down? Can we do the Bears of Week? Let's do it. Of course. All right. All right. Must be time for the Bears of the Week. But before we do, how about you revive your life? A super supplement that's been around since the dawn of time has been reimagined for your modern lifestyle. That powerful antioxidant found in the skin of grapes is resveratrol. What is resveratrol? Have you ever heard it to be said that drinking red wine is actually healthy for you? Instead of having to drink 100 bottles of wine just to get enough resveratrol in your system, Vive has concentrated into a nice, easy, alcohol-free capsule for you. And it helps with inflammation too. Combined with 100% pure CBD, Vive has all the ingredients to help you live a lifestyle primed for health, wellness, and longevity. Hey Big Los, give the people the website and also the code. What up, DNH family? Go to takevive.com. That's take V-Y-V. And in the promo code, type in DNHpod15 for 15% off your next purchase. Takevive.com. Time for our favorite time of the show, the beer and cigar of the week. What do we want to get into first, gents? Beer or cigar? It's whatever, actually. It doesn't matter to me. Los? Let's do the beer first. Beer it is. All right. So, in front of you, you have The Answer. The Answer is out of Richmond, Virginia. So, The Answer is... Um, in this region, a very sought-after brew pub, if you will. It's its own restaurant, brewery type thing. I want you to spell the answer so people can... The answer? Is it... What's on the front? Is that the name of the brewery? It's the, the, the name of, of, of the beer. I want you to spell that. Uh, Adespusa? Okay, okay. So you right. you just not going to actually pronounce this like we're supposed to know what it pronounced as. We, we and just smooth over it and make us look stupid like we ain't know how to pronounce that. We, we're we not going to do that right now. Is that, is, the, what's <laughs> on the front of the can is, it's answer, right? No, no, the, the answer is on the side of the can. Oh, okay. All right. 
Because I'm looking at the front of the can you're, and I'm looking at the name of it. You're not going to make us feel like we're, you know, R. Kelly out this bitch. Anyways, it's a Belgian-style <laughs> wheat beer. Belgian-style white ale, if you will. Um, which is about 5.5% ABV, right? Um, want to bring back the definition on Belgian white-style mm. beers, all right? Okay. So, Belgian-style white wit beer um, or white beer or uh, beer blanc or simply wit is a barley wheat top fermented beer brewed mainly in Belgium and in the Netherlands. Mm. It gets its name due to suspended yeast and... Pro and wheat proteins, which cause the beer to look hazy or white when cold. Um, you also get a slight clove, coriander, um, maybe some type of orange peel or lemon zest or lemony uh, mm-hmm. taste yep. profile yep. as well. Um, and like I said, the answer is a very sought-after brewery in, in this region. Um, they did one of the most popular Black is Beautiful stouts. Um, they were the one that had um, the uh, gold speckles in it. Okay, yeah, oh, so, I remember that. Um, I was down in Richmond when Theirs I was good. Yeah, I got down. In, I was down in Richmond when I got a got my promotion. We had like a, a manager meeting down there, and um, you know my <laughs> my now manager was like, "Hey, we're about to you know go downstairs and drink some bourbon. What you about to do?" I'm like, "Uh, about to bounce out to this brewery real quick, and I'll be right back." <laughs> um, and I went, and it it was dope. You know, it, it was a cool spot. It was quaint. It was definitely not what I was expecting to see um, as far as the layout of the place. But it was still, you know, aesthetically pleasing, all that stuff. And all of their liquid was great. Um, sat down at the bar. Bartender said, what, what would you like to drink? I was like, look, I'm not even going to look at your menu. Give me your best IPA. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care if it's hazy, West Coast, or whatever. I'm like, give me what you think is your best IPA. And he did that. Um, so I picked up a couple beers. Um, this one is actually for the wife, but I was going to steal one, uh, because I wanted to do something different for, for the, for the answer. So what you guys have in front of you is a Belgian, uh, style white beer, 5.5% round table discussion. The, uh, Adespusa. Tell me what you think. Well, I will say it's not a bad beer. Um, I'm going I'm to go with my number first. I'm going to give it a three. Um, now, as I said before, um, I can definitely taste the Belgian, the Belgian-y. I'm going to say that. I, can, I know it's not a word. I'm making up words Belgian-y. all day. That's where we're going Belgian-y, with. yes. Okay. You know what? I feel like making up a word every oh, episode from now on. But anyway. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but... When you said what kind of beer it was before I tasted it, um, I completely had forgot um, what you said. And then I tasted it, which let me know that I'm really learning. Um, And I said, you know, okay, this taste is like that. And he was like, yeah, okay. I was like, damn, okay, I am right. Um, It's actually, like I said, it's not bad. I give it a three. Um, Only reason why I give it a three is because I don't know if a true Belgian is what I really like. Um, but if I'm being honest, if, if it's true to style, I feel like this is true, a truer Belgian than some of the Belgian, uh, uh, drinks that we have had. Um, now as far as the, the smell, I ain't gonna hold you. It smelled like a sour beer, which threw me off. Um, but tasting it totally fucking different. 
Um, while tasting it, I tasted almost exactly with uh, what Drew was saying. You know, it, it does have its zest to it. Um, you have your lemon, kind of like. Um, and it's it's not too pungent. It's light on the palate. It coats the palate. I do know that. Um, and it, I mean, overall, I'll say this would be a beer. This will be an everyday beer. I wouldn't drink it every day, but this will be. Oh, it, oh, and it dries your palate out a little bit too, so it does make you want a little bit more. But um, it's it's not bad, man. I I I actually appreciate. I would definitely appreciate this kind of beer. This would be something that you know if i'm going for a long cook on the grill or something like that i'll grab like two or three of these um and and be good um los do me one favor drew pronounce this word one more time on the front of the can at a at a stupa at a stupa right <clears throat> i don't think i was saying at a spewer at a stupa is a name given to a number of precipitants uh, in Sweden, in Norway, in Iceland, the name is su- supposedly denotes sites where ritual genocide took place during Nor- Nordic prehistoric times, Since. whereby hold on, whereby elderly people would throw themselves to their death. According to the legend, this was done when old people weren't unable to support themselves or assist their family. Wow. <laughs> so um oh this that's is awful. This is a very dark beer. Um on the front of the can you have But a, the liquid's light. The go figure. The liquid's <laughs> very light. That's um, very dark, Joe. <laughs> um I, I thought it was a very unique word to choose. So I wanted to figure out the definition of the word, right? Um on the front of the can, you have like a, a tombstone burial type of thing with a guy head cut off and replaced Wait, with a tombstone. Let, let me see this. In can. a sense. Here, can you pass that over to him? Um, I don't want to be mean per se, but I get genocide from this beer. Okay, so. I get lemon pretty much only throughout the taste. I can't really taste anything else outside of this beer. It's not horrible, but I understand. I think I'm starting to understand why it's called it by the company. And so, so prior to Googling the word, you tried the liquid. Go into it unbiased because that totally swung. Yeah, because I went unbiased. That totally swung your, your, your thought process on the beer. No, the beer upon drinking it was very flat to me mm. um it it's similar to drinking to like a lemonade type of deal to me when i was drinking it just like i little, said the only with a little because truth be told i didn't have much like carbonation i didn't have much carbonation on mm-hmm, my beer mm-hmm. um i give you that on my maybe my pour was just different from you guys possibly. no i i don't have that much car- i didn't say anything about it but i didn't really notice it until you just said something though um and it, I don't get Belgium at all. I get Belgian all over. You do? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just off today. I don't know. Um, the, COVID? 
<laughs> no, but I can taste the lemon though. So Yo, it can't be COVID. Did you I can see taste the lemon. his eyes before he said. Listen, COVID's a serious thing, bro. Like people, I'm, eyes I'm sorry, big. but you, yeah, I know oh, when you start talking about all oh, the flavor and the taste. Uh, you need you need to tell us something. Um, <laughs> on a scale of zero to five, I give this a you know one point five, maybe. Really, I'd be nice and give it a two, but um, uh, yeah. What do I, you pair it with? Mm, that's actually a good question. Buffalo wings and French fries. Oh, Muscles. Muscles. I would I cook. I would rather cook with this because of the cook lemon, some, cook lemon. some crabs. I can. Well, no, not crabs. I would do more of the mussels, the shrimps, and that kind of thing. I, Maybe like a good shrimp scampi, that kind of thing. I got one like better for you. Take this and pour this on some salmon while it's on the grill. Yes, that can work. Mm-hmm. The salmon will work. Mm-hmm. Um, but this it straight seafood. I get God. Dog. I get lemon all the way through this beer. Like it's not like a. It's like a a. It comes off like a dull lemonade to me. Is that weird? Okay. No, it's not weird. I get exactly what you're saying. So, yeah. But yeah, that's what I give this beer. Um, would I buy it again? Probably not. Um, I'd have to cover up the front of the can. But I'd definitely buy this. But yeah. But yeah, that's my that's my review on a beer. Drew? Um, for me, the liquid is indeed uh, not as carbonated as it should be. Um, I do get Belgian wood off this beer. I do get a type of lemon zest. I get coriander. I do get clove. Um, not that much orange peel at all. Not like yeah. very little to none. Yeah. Um, but there is a very Belgian yeast character on the back end mm-hmm. as well too. Um, carbonation will help bring that out more more to light. But um, it's there. I feel as if this beer was rushed mm. because okay, I can see that it's yeah. not carbonated you know mm-hmm. and one of those things like this is they a, just put it out there belgian whites are definitely beers that are very uh um carbonated like you, you get big you get bubbles off of them you get yeah a nice thick white head on it go figure at least it's supposed to be you know and um even when pouring the beer um the head would dissipate very very fast it was very hard to try to take this picture so when it comes out don't uh <laughs> don't charge don't char- charge it just uh, just charge you to the game. Um, <laughs> you know, and it is a little bit disheartening when, you know, you, they really showed up and showed out with this great stout. You know what I mean? Right. And right. then you go down there and try some other stuff. Now, I will say the IPAs were really good. I do have another beer by them, which we'll probably try sometime a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one right here was a little lackluster um, is the best way to say it. Would I pair with, with anything? I give you the seafood. I definitely give you the pasta. Um lighter meats nothing red or anything like that no, 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 no. yeah you know yeah um grow pork chops something along those lines Ooh. um yeah, you know sorry goddamn no it's all good yeah. stuff like that um if i was to give this beer a judging i'd give it a two mm-hmm. i would i would I, I would give it a two it would be a beer that i'd probably like if i was doing a flight yeah, I'll get it on a flight. Yeah, but it wouldn't be like, oh my god, I you know, it's what I mean? on the shelf. Let okay. me get yeah. it. I gotta get it. Yeah. I mean, I you know, for me, I probably still get it. Um, simply because I feel like I can pair this really well with seafood, and I'm a seafood kind of guy. So, well, no, I like certain seafoods. I can't say I'm a seafood guy, but I like certain seafoods, and I feel like this would, this would work. So I'd probably, I'd at least have a 
would this come in a four? Four pack? Yes. So I'd have a four pack for about maybe four months. Yeah. <laughs> and and for me, like I wouldn't um with this beer, like I said, this was a beer that Jasmine wanted. Like she, when I was down, I was like, "Hey, what do you want? Tell me, and I'll, I'll pick it up." And mm-hmm. you know, I picked it up for her, and with me trying, I'm like, "Um, let me see, see what the guys think, and go from there." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that two, add a spruce, okay, add a add a stupa. One thing me. I can say though, as far as this beer, this beer could be a good introduction beer because it's on the lighter end. Um, to kind of welcome somebody who's not really a beer drinker into I'll the give room. You that. Yeah, because it's yeah, you're right. It's not it's that's, not too I'll, pungent. I, I, I don't like to be strong. all the way negative 100 percent with yeah. everything. So yeah, that's yeah. one yeah. positive. This this is a uh, this could prob- to possibly my, be a gateway beer to my people who want to dabble. To my folks who are like big on Blue Moon Shock Top. Right, right. Hey, right, here's yeah. another Belgian white, but this isn't. Before I take you to straight Belgium, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Here's some domesticated beers, right. craft-wise. Get a feel for the flavor profile. Yeah, because I, I agree with that. that that's, it's, that's definitely, a that's a it's definitely a Belgian profile, uh, for me at least. Uh, I, I don't want to say through and through, but it's there. Yeah, It's definitely there. That was the first thing that I tasted. Um, yeah. So, I'll get on to my definition. Um, Machine-made. I hope I didn't do this definition. So, machine made is when a cigar is referred to as machine made, it means that it was rolled using a device rather than by hand. Now, all cigars are made by hand, but they use some people roll them strictly by hand and some people have a device. And usually these devices are almost like a funnel kind of thing and basically what it does is you kind of just have the 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 wrapper um whichever wrapper that you're using and you just place the fillers in there and you close this funnel shaped object um and i guess it makes for a tighter cigar i'm gonna be honest with you i would probably not know the difference between machine road and actual through and through hand road but it is a thing it is something and uh, that is your definition so machine road machine made i'm sorry all right so into the cigar we have the punch diablo um it is on the list of the top 25 cigar aficionado and the cigar aficionado also gave it a 93 um, this is the fullest, darkest punch to date. Diablo is made exclusively by AJ Fernandez in his factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, with a carefully fermented Ecuadorian Sumatra Oscuro wrapper. The Connecticut binder and Nicaraguan and Honduran Habano Liegro are aged for four to six years. The punch Diablo is spicy, rich, and full of flavor. And in short, it is the darkest side of their lineup. Mm. And I got to smoke this later. Oh. I'm probably going to be smoking it tonight. My wife is actually around the corner. So I'm going to go over there, go see my mother-in-law, go say hi. Because she moved back in town. So smoke me a cigar. It smells spicy, doesn't it? It does. It, it does. It does. really spicy. That's a full-blooded cigar. That's a five-star cigar right there. You know, I don't play no more. I don't play. I see. I see. Everything that we have been doing has been at least 
I want to say twenty dollars and up. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Step you, up. You you like what you like. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um Damn. What else we got left, y'all? Nothing. Well, your Baron Cigar of the Week has been the uh Atastupa yeah. Belgian White from the Answer out of Richmond, Virginia. Belgian White at five point five percent ABV. And your cigar is the Diablo by Punch. This has been your Baron Cigar of the Week. Woo woo! Yee yee! Ain't that what you usually do? That's what I normally do. Yeah. Okay. Right. Scoop the whoop. Hey. I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Um. So I thought about something, right? Um. Los, earlier you said, uh, Mister Mister Circle himself, uh, Crop Circle himself, the Garden God. I just thought about something. What you got, boss? It's funny how in the very very beginning we kept calling you crop circle of course you know it's because of you know you're here but actually going back and thinking about it it was the fitting name because you are the garden god and being that crops right being that crops are you know what i mean grown you know crop circles is of course okay aliens and shit like that but which I do believe in, by the way. I so, do too. You know, I do too. I still have that conspiracy theory. Yeah, side yeah, of yeah. Me. But but no, it just it just makes sense, and it kind of it kind of threw me into this uh, mental tangent. Like, <laughs> what are things that we actually are good at that we have been named long time ago? You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna research that on at least myself. Yeah. I encourage you guys to do the same thing. Okay. Um, cause I, I never really thought about it. It's 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 funny, weird, and I think I'm gonna be obsessed with this for the next couple weeks. <laughs> I I really enjoyed that statement that you made. I never thought of it like that. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Like honestly, what I did was all I did was took a joke that y'all cracked on me for uh-huh. like four years yeah. on, yeah, <laughs> and just turned it into a positive and yeah. ran with it. But that's all but I did. It, but it's the tr- but it's like you. You're right. You don't think about it like that. So, you know, when you said it, I was like, God damn. Right. This motherfucker's the goddamn goat with this shit. This but- motherfucker don't miss. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, what y'all got, man? I go next. I can do that. To be honest with you, y'all, I need y'all to understand, like, everybody in this world is human. I'm going to go off with we were speaking on earlier in the show about the different celebrities that are going through different things or do different things throughout their life we are not to idolize another man understand that we only idolize god whoever god you believe in whether it's buddha or whoever whoever god you believe in that's the only thing you idolize and then you look into yourself you do not idolize the next person um us 90s and 2000 babies I understand that we learned this the hard way, right? Still learning. So understand that that these actors, performers, actresses, you know, different things like that, they're clocking in and out just like you do and I do, Marcel, when you get on your truck every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Drew, when you're going into work every day, right? They're doing the same thing. They're just good at acting and portraying roles, right? Drew? 
I'll kind of piggyback off yours. I normally say some weird shit or some funny shit or whatever, but I'm, I'm actually going to piggyback off yours because I kind of understand the idolizing aspect. I think what also needs to be said is that um, always be able to accept the good and the bad and whoever it is that you that you Facts. idolize. Facts. History is um, history, no matter how. So you know, for me, I currently idolize a couple major players in the black craft beer scene so you know Celeste Betty um just Mac from Mac Brewing Company who's like a big brother now you know um Garrett Oliver from the Brooklyn Brewing Company Sizzle out in Crafted Culture out in Ohio really good guy um just stuff like that and although I know that these folks are tremendously positive um I don't see a flaw in them whatsoever but you know it's just one of those things where it's like always make sure that that you know the good and the bad in yeah. in your idols um and for that you know that has been my final thought of the week so please marcel where can the people find you you can find me on get so so fit uh on i said on get so so fit i'm sorry you can find me <laughs> on ig <laughs> At Get So So Fit. Um, you can also find me at Twitter, Instagram, and also TikTok at I Am The Real Marcel. And yeah. For me, uh, I'll go next. Uh, follow me on Facebook. Add me as a friend. Andrew Dill. A-N-D-R-E-W-D-I-L-L. Like the pickle. Everything's kosher. Four. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Peloton, and also Untapped. Django underscore nerd. D-J-N-G-L underscore N-E-R-D. And then as far as the beer page. Beer page has been transformed. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Libco 2021. Once again, Libco 2021. L-I-B-C-O 2021. Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company. It's a thing. Follow the journey. Appreciate you. Big Los. Los with your loud ass phone. I was looking up my my handles. Just trying to find my handles right quick. God damn. I end up pulling up TikTok and they had a video plan. So my bad. It's okay. Um <laughs> on IG, it's um Big Los 703. B-I-G-L-O-S 703. Uh Twitter is Los Since. And I'm unable to give you the TikTok because, like I said, when I opened up the, opened it up, it started playing a lot of video. <laughs> I do apologize for that. But you can find me on Facebook as Carlos Murray. That's me. All right. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go. Oh, sorry. I was going to go on behalf of the podcast, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, for the podcast, <laughs> DNH Podcast. That is for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, DNH Podcast. Uh, got any questions, concerns, be a part of the show. Anything you want to recommend, topics. Uh, top fives uh, Beers Cigars Anything like that um, Email us Anything over 140 characters DNH Podcast At 2019 At gmail.com Once again DNH Podcast 2019 At gmail.com We appreciate you so much Be a friend Tell a friend Like, share And subscribe us And until next time So long 
farewell to you, my friends. Seriously? That's what we doing? Until we meet again. <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, we've been doing it. What's the difference? Peace, love, and crop circles. I have one time for me. Yee. A question. I can't stand you. For whoever can figure out how to do this, I'm trying to change my TikTok name. Yeah. Oh, it's simple. I can show so you. So I messed it up. Yeah. I, I want to put that out there. I don't know if it's but I no, try to change my TikTok. I try to I try to create the DNA trades, and <laughs> and I added a business account, uh-huh. and all of a sudden it changed my name to my DNA podcast, and uh-huh. I cannot change it for another month. So I do apologize for that. Y'all. Mm. I'm gonna Smart. watch what I, I'm gonna watch what I post for the next 15 days or so. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. TikTok <laughs> and all their rules. But um, love you guys. Be safe. Drink all of the beer. Please. Smoke all of, all of the meats. Smoke them. Remember, waters and beer. Close. Grow your own shit. God damn, that's god damn, that's genius. All right, y'all.